Welcome to the Dinopod. Perfect. Well done. Uh, so we are joined here today. We're going to be talking about motorsports, uh, but we have uh, Michael and Justin rejoining the podcast, and they did not get to voice their opinions on the new BRZ. So Justin, 2022 BRZ, what are your thoughts? He can't beat displacement, but it needs a turbo. Michael? Yeah. I mean, I just, I think they uh, they kind of let people down coming out with 230, 38, was it? Two? Yep. So here's my real thing about the BRZ. I question whether or not there's enough evolution of that car from where it started to now to make the guys that had already bought one want to buy the next version of it, or if it's appealing enough that maybe they might, you know, get a few new people. Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like everybody that wanted a BRZ or an FRS, they got one. They got one, then they put a turbo on it. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so, or a supercharger. Yeah. Right, so what's yeah. the compelling reason to, you know, get rid of the current, you know, BRZ or FRS or 86? What's the, what's the reason? You know, is it because it's, you know, half a liter? That's it, right? You yeah, know? It, it got 20 more horsepowers. Yeah. Cool. There, there isn't a reason, <laughs> and it's uglier. It, maybe right. it no, no, true story, true story. Maybe it has uglier. a slightly better technology package. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, better backup Slightly. camera. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna have Apple CarPlay and. Just buy an older one for ten. But it grand. was it yeah. lent itself for an aftermarket head unit. Yeah, already. So mm -hmm. we're, you know, like you can't do that with a lot of modern cars. Wait, we're still talking about. The well, wait a no, minute, man. They didn't no, get so to here's chime in. I didn't get to express my opinion because I wasn't here for that podcast and I felt left out. That's fair. <laughs> what cliff note me? Uh, well, I said that you can't really beat displacement, but it still needs a turbo, and I just don't see the point in it that other than like Taylor brought up technology package, what's the compelling reason for the guy that already bought one to buy that? And I think that everybody that bought one already has, you know, everybody that it's a limited market car yeah. and they haven't done enough to it to, to, mm -hmm. to make it better. In my opinion, it's a boy car. <laughs> I don't even know that it's a boy car. It's got it's a like clutch. Miata, it's like clutch. <laughs> Some of them have clutches, but it's not even. It's like a college-aged kid car. I don't know. I've seen a lot no, of like I, driving like I talked about on the the podcast. Boys. People legitimately cross shop that with the FAWRX. They do. They shouldn't. But they, they shouldn't, should, but they do. Just no sense. It makes no sense. Makes but they're no looking sense. for a hot boy mobile, and they try and pick the the coolest looking one. Yeah, or cheaper. Or cheaper, yeah. yeah. As is the case. Uh, the evolution of fuckboys. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, but you know, so, but it, what's interesting about it is that Subaru's just doing the same thing that they always do, right? Mm -hmm. So like, they just put a 2.5 liter back into like the Impreza Crosstrek platform, right? So mm -hmm. now in the Crosstrek, right? Um, where, you know, the Impreza used to have the 2.5, then they took it away and made it a 2.0-liter. And, you know, through, like, the 90s and stuff, you could have three different versions, four different versions of Impreza, two of them with a 2.5, mm -hmm. some of them with a 1.8 or a 2.2. 2.2T. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. But now you know, it's just they're just doing the, they just do the same things they always do. Oh yeah. look, it's 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 brand new. Yep. <laughs> now it's just slightly larger. Yeah. Minor differences. Yeah. So this week we're talking about motorsports. We all work at a performance car shop, so theoretically we should all like racing in some fashion or another. I like ice skating. Ice skating. I've never been ice skating. Do you have pictures? Not of me. 
Man. Just a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Yamaguchi. <laughs> Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah, right. It's triple Sokos. Something about Russian judges. Triple axles. So what about motorsports? What about what's the best motorsport? How many wheels? One wheel, two wheel, three wheel, four? I don't know. Competitive unicycling? <laughs> competitive yeah, unicycling? Dude. Has anybody ever there. actually ridden a unicycle? Am I the only one? I have. I'm I was actually used to be in a unicycle thing, man. I actually went and did parades and everything. I had the Duffer Hat, Unique Unicycle the Club at Linwood. Circus? Ooh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, totally. How tall was your unicycle? Uh, the first one, I just had the normal one, and then I actually hit the six-footer. Damn. Ooh, yeah. Jesus. A little That's weird legit. to get on. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Think you still got it? Uh, <laughs> I still got the hat. Oh. Coming to YouTube to and you. the pictures and the memories. Oh. I think I raced on a unicycle, right? And I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, that might have been my first racing. <laughs> what was your first drag race? Ever go off any sick jumps? <laughs> on a unicycle? <laughs> no, but I fell lots. <laughs> sure. So Taylor, what's your favorite form of motorsport? For two wheels is motocross, and for four wheels, it's probably gonna be a toss-up between rally and F1 because they're both extremes and they're their own. Yeah. They do two totally different things at extreme levels. Did you see that crash over the weekend? It was insane. I, I didn't even know there was a guy in there, and then like a few seconds And then later, he's like climbing up over the Yeah, I like thought we were just looking at a car fire, and then yeah. all of a sudden he came crawling out, and I was like, oh, poor guy lost his glove. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, he just burnt his hand. That's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. What about you, Sean? Um, I'd probably say MotoGP for two-wheel, and um, pretty much anything on a circuit track for, uh, for actual four-wheel motorsports. Ideally, yeah, track cars in the style of F1 are, yeah, race-oriented. <laughs> Tyler? Uh, definitely drifting. Um, it's definitely the most... That's a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's an... Uh, who, who saw that coming? So, unlike drag racing, you have to get close to the walls. <laughs> <laughs> and there's turns. Yeah. Yep. It's not just a go. Go straight and keep her straight. Yeah, definitely drifting. It's the most, it's definitely gaining popularity. Most popular motorsport. NASCAR's declining. But, yeah, definitely drifting. If you have the chance to go to an FD event, I definitely recommend it. You get to, without COVID, you get to walk in the pits, get real close, and then the driving's crazy. What about you, Jake? Well, as per shocker, I mean, the only motorsport that I really follow is drifting, but I really haven't had a chance to follow that much. Okay. I do love a, a good F1 race from time to time. If you had to pick one, just you had nothing to do that day, and but the TV had just nothing but racing on, what would you turn on? Probably drift. Probably drift. Four TVs. Four TVs. Yeah. <laughs> Turn on all the TVs. <laughs> I mean, I have two TVs in my living room. <laughs> there was a racing version of the NFL Sunday ticket, you know, right? Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. 
I uh, I grew up watching NASCAR with my family, so NASCAR is my my favorite form of, of racing. A lot of that's just due to familiarity with it. Uh, I grew up. Uh, my favorite drivers were the most boring drivers in the world, uh, Jeff Burton and Matt Kenseth. They're known for winning and not wrecking, and that's why I like them. And I'm definitely a, a four wheel over two wheel. I'll never get on anything that's two wheel. Never get into it. Death traps. Especially Always. on the street. Yep. Not for me. Man, but, you guys but, are boring. Yeah, NASCAR, NASCAR <laughs> and then rally. Rally's a... It's a hard sport to follow because there's not, like, necessarily... It's not on TV, really. You have yeah. to go find it for the most part. Well, and if you want to spectate, you pretty much have to, like, hike through the woods. Yeah, you have to go out in the boonies, and it's really tough to follow. Like, I, I like watching uh, Launch Control that Subaru puts out, mm-hmm. although it's, like, cultivated for... Subaru enthusiasts, you know, they're just putting out Subaru marketing bullshit. That comes out today or tonight. Yeah, the new launch control. Then Jim Connor next week. Yep. True story. What about you, Michael? I think for two wheels, definitely motocross. Um, But for four wheels, I don't know. I've I went to a FD event recently and it's pretty badass. So uh, definitely got me more interested in the drifting scene, but. Ever since a kid, I've always loved watching uh, rally and uh, kind of the off-roading type racing. It's always been uh, interesting to me. Paul? Stage rally. Straight up. There's virtually no margin for error. It's a team sport as well as individual. Um, It matters, you know, what the driver can do, what the co-driver can do, and your service crew I mean, there's, there's so many pieces and parts that go into it. The technology is pinnacle of anything that we'd see in a small car. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, right after that is just F1. And yeah. The same reason. It's the driver, but it's the team. It's the chassis. It's the car. There's so much that goes into it that then, you know, a decade later trickles down to what we're using. Yeah. And that's fun to watch happen. Those well. those two forms of motorsports like push the envelope of technology and development. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, unmatched in that aspect. And you know, I, I enjoy watching drifting, but from a competitive standpoint it just doesn't hit me. Mm-hmm. I I like objectives and that's you know, who is X fastest or Yeah. You know, there's there's no judging because there's the flock. Yeah, that's the thing that I speed don't. skating versus ice skating. Yeah, figure skating. You know? Right. It's I like the clock. It's objective in that way. Yeah. Definitely spent plenty of time sideways next to people. <laughs> See the appeal there. It's addicting. Yeah, the sports that I like, they have you know enormous barriers to entry. It's mm-hmm. astoundingly high. If you want to compete in stage rally, you know, not rally cross. Yeah, it's astronomical to get involved in, and open wheel racing is astronomical even at the lowest forms. You know, Formula Mazda is still a huge barrier to entry versus the closed cockpit sports car. Shoot, just for like open wheel racing, even at an amateur level, you have to have you know licenses and you know schooling to get those licenses and. Say drifting and drag racing are the easiest motorsports to get into. True story. 
Just yeah. go to your local track and pay your entry <clears throat> fee and race your minivan or drift your minivan. Yeah, or like Robert talked <clears throat> about, you know, short course mm-hmm. oval track stuff is, is low barrier to entry. Or yeah, baby yeah, grand. Baby grand, yep. hornets, yeah. all that. Yep. Pick up a baby grand for, you know, a couple grand, a few thousand bucks. Local short track stuff. Well, yeah. they, it, it almost kind of seems like the, the bigger, more established forms of racing, it's kind of almost like Hollywood that you kind of have to know somebody to get your start in it. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to kind of break in, right? Like yeah. you, have, you have to be incredibly special um, to kind of get an opportunity um, to get some sort of a ride, um, unless you're financing it yourself, which means you're rich. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of, it, 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 which is obviously why, you know, drifting's popular. It's because of that situation's you know reversed you know anybody can go drift yeah. really mm-hmm. um and that's kind of the way circle track stuff was you know way back when right you know mm-hmm. like 40s 50s and even into the 60s right you know and, and then you know nascar became what it is and you know to me you know i'd, I'd still enjoy watching it but it just seemed very marginalized right you know mm-hmm. it's just especially once they started restrictor plate racing you know to me the, <laughs> the the sport completely changed you know yep Definitely, definitely change with restrictor plates. You're no longer seeing 200 miles an hour at every track. They they hit that that mark and they start putting restrictors on. Needs a joker lane. Needs a joker lane. I, actually, NASCAR has <laughs> been doing more to make their sport more interesting. They've started doing like one dirt track race a year. Which is interesting. I saw that's coming up. They've done a couple, uh, like, rovals where there's, it's not just a standard oval track, but they have, like, part of the um, the road courses that are on those tracks, like, intermixed and chicanes and stuff, which has been interesting to, I, I've seen to see. I've a few clips of that. It's, yeah, it's funny, because those, those cars are not designed to do that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, they're not set up right for it. turn? What's this? Yeah, like, those cars are crooked. They're not straight. No. Like at all, they are designed to turn left. I think I think that NASCAR should take one. I don't know exactly how you would deploy this, right? But take one from like the NFL, right? The worst teams draft first the next mm-hmm. year, right? So what if NASCAR, the 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 race teams that did the worst, you let them have a little more power the next year and see where they end up. Start in the front? Yeah. Right? Or start in the front start in the every front. race, right? It would just make it more interesting. Start every race by reverse points on the season? Yeah, it would make Instead it more interesting. Qualifying. Rather than qualifying and how yeah. well your car's set up, make it, you know, because then it would be more, it, it's about the driver again. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if, you, if your car maybe set up the best and you qualified the fastest, but because you won last year, you have to start at the back. Yep. That's that would, that would you wouldn't, you wouldn't have Jimmy Johnson being an eight-time champion. That's for damn sure. Right. <laughs> Taylor and I raced in a series that was like that. Yep. Um, you had to every every heat race. Um, you reverse gridded, so mm-hmm. whoever was dead last, slowest car, whatever, was number one pole, and then two, and so on down fourth, and that was ice racing. Just to clarify, Sam. and road racing or and road racing, yeah. yeah. Because the, cool. the roads were ice. No, two different, two different types. Yeah. Hmm. I think uh, on like a lake, like a frozen yeah. lake. Yeah, they yeah. cut out a road course and a circle track. It'd be so fun. <laughs> Shoes. I think uh, 
Drive Autosports needs to have a race team, whether it's Hornet Racing or something. Oh, I don't disagree. I mean, I think it'd be cool to take a little money out of everybody's check to contribute towards that, right? Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, sell the Porsche. <laughs> no. Or, ra- or race the Porsche. Maybe we That's gotta, not a bad we idea. Finish it. Start it. One of those things. <laughs> I did find uh, how how obviously with COVID and everything this year, a whole lot of uh, schedules got changed. But I've I've always been more of a ranch rather than watching the sport and everything. And I've always tried to keep up on like watching FD and all that stuff. But half the time I get bored with it. So, you know, the question for you then is, is that if you could go pit crew on any type of race team, what would you want to do? It'd be drift. It'd be drift. Because the, the type of, uh, all right, for any of the actual pro drivers that actually have legitimate cars, their modifications and the stuff they do is ridiculous. Kind of like uh, rally and stuff. And like the technology and the different things that people like Papadakis has uh, developed and done is mad. And so it's it's definitely a lot of engineering and modifica- modifications and a whole lot of custom. But I found this year kind of way more entertaining because they completely changed the schedules Mm-hmm. And no qualifying. Yeah, no qualifying, and they actually have the battle for third uh, again, which I thought was cool. And like, I don't know, this year it was way more entertaining to keep up. On. Weren't they doing like two events a week? Back to back. They were yeah. doing like back two to back or three events a week on yeah. the weekend. Yeah, that's what they were doing for motocross and supercross too. Yeah, multiple events at the same venue, like three events in a week. The last round, two people were borrowing cars that weren't even theirs because theirs blew up or they crashed them. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Especially the the last event, they they are, uh, the drivers were actually like, or the pro drivers were like, "Yo, guys, three days, uh, three day weekend here. Let the other guys go on Saturday. We'll go on Friday and Sunday, so we have a day to fix our shit." Yeah. <laughs> I love that, like you look at a rally stage rally and you know it's 10 hour day maybe a little more multiple day events and like the cars still work they don't blow them up you can't can't afford to because mm-hmm. when you have to do a gearbox change it needs to be 10 minutes yeah. yep there's no there's no downtime you're just beating the hell out of the car constantly putting several hundred miles on it and when Taylor and I in, you know road race too it was that way a race weekend would be five, six hundred miles on the cars. Yeah. And, you know, one hour heats just banging out 1.7 mile laps. It's more constant. Yeah. It's just more constant. Where, like, drag racing is you make your pass, you have all sorts of prep and stuff in between. Yeah. But then there's also there's also downtime, and that downtime doesn't exist in other forms of motorsports. Yeah. Well, especially like rally, the service is scheduled and timed and you have to be in and out mm-hmm. in certain, you know, times. So you can't, you know, you'll get penalized if you're in service for too long and things like that. So it's it's also kind of like part of the race is in service where like yeah. 
you have to stay on schedule. It makes yeah. it a whole team effort in that aspect yeah. that it's not just you finished a run and you you know came to the pit and yeah your your next runs in an hour plus or minus it's you know no your your out minute is you know plus thirty four from yeah. right now and literally the clock is running mm-hmm. and Taylor you have to reboot it <laughs> yeah yeah you have to reboot an axle and you know beat out bent suspension stuff and rip off some under trays and you know check out the calibration real quick yep make an adjustment here and there oh the driver wants a little more of x y or z in 30 minutes and then you can't fuel in the pit so you have to go over to the fueling location mm-hmm. fuel in that area only yeah. drifting is kind of similar because if you get in a wreck if it's your fault, you get five minutes to fix it, which is a tie rod, a whole front suspension. They have like whole complete subframes. And then if it's not your fault, you get 10 minutes. So they do, there's some pretty crazy things that they get replaced in that short amount of time. How it's do like, you know who's at fault? The, the judges decide. Oh, they watch okay. the, it's all judge based. It's all judged. Yeah. There's slow down zones. So if you're a lead car, and then you're in a slowdown zone, the car behind you hits you, it's their fault. Because they should know that that's a slowdown zone. Yeah. See, I'd just argue and say the other car should be going faster. Right, Tyler? <laughs> Drifting. <laughs> Drifting a slow car is like ice skating. These pro cars are a huge three, 305, 325 tire. Aired down to 10 psi. Yeah, like the they're actually yeah. grip. Unlike a semi, no, I guess they're DOT tires, but they're like the best DOT tire you can get. Yeah, they're actually fast. <laughs> it was actually quite amusing. I did watch uh, what was the drift battles or something like that, where they where they made a bunch of them do like a whole mm. bunch of different kinds of motorsports. And drag was, racing. Yeah, yeah, the drag racing was actually kind of amusing because they were rather good at it. Yeah. But then the hilarious part about it, I thought, was that uh, Papadakis ended up winning, or his team did, yeah. because that was used to be his thing. Yeah, he's a legendary <laughs> drag racer. Started with Hondas. One of my, uh, one of the things I really like going off that is when you put drivers of different types of motorsport in the same competition. There used to be a series called IROC, the International yep. Race of Champions. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Where they took, you know, the best of the best from everywhere and put them all in the same type of car with the same crews and said, best driver wins. Here's mm-hmm. a road course. Here's a oval track. Here's a super oval. They should do that again. They should. They really should. They should. Because that makes it more about the driver and, so, you know, and about the crew, too, to a certain extent. But Yeah. Yeah. Those were always cool races. <clears throat> they were. Because you get... You know Scott Speed, who's a was an open wheel guy now, now a now, rally driver. Now that Toyota like kinda has a sports car again, they should do that. Toyota has a sports car. What's it called? The Supra. That's oh, BMW. That's kinda. There's, there's two of them in FD. Yeah, we also talked about the new Supra and the Z car while you were gone. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Anybody else have anything else to add for motorsports? I like to race. Oh, what do you like to race? Nobody (laughs) asked. I was waiting. Hop in. For two wheels drag racing. Yeah. For four wheels drag racing. (laughs) (laughs) Fastest straight line, don't hit a wall. I hit a wall once or twice. 
You're not supposed to do that. Head on or from the side? On the side. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Wasn't my fault. When I came down from the wheelie, the wall was there. It wasn't there when I started. <laughs> you didn't notice the trees change? Yeah. <laughs> it was well, I wasn't looking at the trees. You see that? Yeah. So, I, so, I mean, I like dirt bikes a lot. I mean, I, I rode dirt bikes when I was young, and I was really into motocross, and I really loved, you know, I used to do a lot of sand dune stuff, so I was really big into big air. And so... I liked watching motocross for that. There's just something about, you know, watching, you know, a guy get way up in the air, you know, it's just like, to me, it's just cool. Um, always has been. Goes back to like BMX bikes, right? You know, when you're a kid. Um, but for me, you know, I, I always liked drag racing a lot. You know, I, I tried competing and I did it for a little bit. Um, they, again, it gets to be expensive, right? You know, mm -hmm. it's just like with anything else, you can get, you can build a, you know, it's easy to build. I mean, well, now, I mean, it's even crazier now with the modern Mopar stuff. But you know, you could build a an eleven, a twelve to an eleven second car, and that's actually going pretty fast. You know, mm -hmm. in the you know, it's the late eighties, early nineties, that's actually pretty fast for something. There was a there was a thing called the fastest street car shootout, and that's you know what I was trying to compete in, and. Um, you know, idea is that you have to drive the car there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a car that you're driving on the street to, you know, get, you know, to run an 11 second quarter mile, that was pretty good back then because, you know, you weren't really, you thought about brakes a little bit, but not, yeah. you know, was, <laughs> that wasn't the primary, you know, that wasn't the primary, you know, focus. It was, you know, how fast can you go? Um, and how, more importantly, how consistent can you be? Yeah. Um, not break out. And I think that, that there's a little more challenge to it than I think people realize when you're trying to put in the consistency part of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I really like that challenge. And I also like just the, the rush of, you know, getting up to speed that quick. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but, you know, gosh, I, when, you know, it goes back to being young again, too. You know, I used to help out at Evergreen with circle track cars, and mm -hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of that. But mostly, I never I've been in one and ran them. But I've never raced them. Yeah. Um, I liked crewing for those though. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Like one of my, still a good friend with you know my old neighbor. Um, you know they still have they still have a car that you know that runs out of Monroe. Um, yeah. And Chad Chad drives it. Um, I'd love to get back over there and kind of you know help out with that car at some point in time just just mm -hmm. to do it right. Yeah. Um, but it is a little monotonous on those cars. There's just, mm -hmm. it's just the same thing. There's nothing, you know, like we were just talking earlier about F1, right? You know, there's just constant stream and new technologies involved mm -hmm. in those cars. There's just so much money behind them. And the technology that comes out of it is so cool. Um, and that's my favorite part about that platform, right? Yeah. It's just, we get to see some pretty cool things later on down the road that kind of came out of that, you know? It's kind of like what the, it's kind of like what you know going to the moon did right mm -hmm. you know there's in, in its own way you know it created a bunch of technology that you know trickled on down to consumers and you know the expensive race stuff is where we eventually get to see you know really cool things on cars right yeah so drag racing drag racing lots of different types of motorsports that everybody's into i have cool. one honorable mention oh yeah yeah, endurance racing, like Baja oh. 1000 and Dakar. Oh, yeah. yeah, those are oh, cool. Yeah. Super cool. They only happen, like, once a year, you know, and it, like, it's just so gritty, like, yeah. you know, 
Like, especially like the guys doing Dakar on like motorcycles is just like yeah. so gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> I also I also really respect like twenty four hour teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. That's crazy because you're doing driver changes, and that means yeah. your drivers have to be the same height <laughs> yeah. and like general build so that they can fit in the same car. Yeah. Yeah. Without moving the seat. Without moving the seat. Yeah. Yeah. And all that yeah. kind of stuff. That's always. But really they interesting. have to like the car set up the same way. Yeah. You know, they have to mm-hmm. learn mm-hmm. to drive it the way yeah. it's set up. Rather than it being custom tailored for them, yep. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which is always cool. So, shout out to them. I, li- I like drivers trying different types of motorsports. I really do. I think it's really cool. I think enjoy that. Yeah, Tater I don't think Faust. I would ever be against trying a new motorsport. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Tater Faust, Reese Millen, and Sam. What's his last name? Hillamit. I don't know. There's like three drivers that started out in FD. Yeah. Tanner Faust now drives ARA. Yeah. American yeah, Alec same Ross. with like F1 and like yeah. WRC. Yep. Like Carlos Sainz and, you know, they kind of go back and forth sometimes from rally to F1 and F1 yep. to rally. So next week we're going to talk about Gymkhana. So everybody's got homework. The new Gymkhana video is coming out. Everybody has to go watch all the Gymkhanas. And we're going to talk them? about which all one's your favorite one. That's not all of them? All I mean, of them. That's really? a lot of homework, Dad. That's like an hour. It's not a lot. Just what? Or pick out your favorite one and rewatch it. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about your favorite Jim Connor car. I'm not sure if I've even ever seen all of them. It's kind of like Fast and the Furious. I watched yeah. the first two and then skipped Tokyo Drift and then kind of moved back in. You should have watched Tokyo Drift. It's a legendary film. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Argu- the only one I have on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, it's the best one of the series. Well, simultaneously being the worst one. That's how good it is. Yeah, I'm going to hope for the ladder on that.